When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Don't you love sports? Absolutely. It just keeps going. Especially sports loves us. Still like some <laughs> kind of drama. I'll put it this way. If it bleeds, it leads. How many times have we talked about that? Facts. Who knew that sports would be part of that as well? He's Jay Williams or Freddie Coleman on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, presented by Progressive Insurance at ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and Sirius XM Channel 80. We want to hear from you at Triple H say ESPN. 888-729-3776. Kevin Durant has made his demands known to the Brooklyn Nets. He wants out. He wants to be traded. They said, fine, we'll accommodate you. Which superstar benefit the most from teaming up with KD? We'll take your calls in about 5, 10 minutes at triple eight say espn 888-729-3776. Meanwhile, it comes to Kevin Durant. The future is now when it comes to him and Kyrie Irving. And Mark J. Spears of Anscape as an NBA writer. He's on ESPN Radio on Sunday morning. He talked about how Kevin Durant may be able to do a slide back, not to Oklahoma City, but to the Golden State Warriors. The one team I'm telling you guys is keep an eye on is the Golden State Warriors. Golden State could have the best package for both parties. Jordan Poole, Jonathan Kaminga, all-star Andrew Wiggins, and former number two pick James Wiseman. What the Nets want is they want a young all-star or perhaps a future all-star. They're all under 30. They also want picks, uh, maybe the ability to swap picks. But if you can get those four players, if I'm the Nets, I'm very, very happy. And for Kevin Durant, the Warriors, they're very familiar with and vice versa. (laughs) This ought to be good. You breathe into the microphone. I'm trying to (laughs) just take a second. Um, I get Freddie. That on paper, mm-hmm. this can make sense. Okay, but? But if you're part of Kevin Durant's camp, if you're Rich Kleiman who kind of runs the business and is his partner in a lot of things, you really have to sit down and, and weigh in what the legacy of Kevin Durant actually is. Okay. Kevin Durant is one of the most prolific basketball players the game of basketball has ever seen. Like, I've been around Rich. I know how they look at his brand. I know how they view it. It's always pristine. They keep it in an incredible light. But when somebody like this floats this out there and you start thinking about could this be reality because the pieces kind of match up, mm-hmm. in my brain as a fan of the unicorn that Kevin Durant is on the basketball court, I do not want to see his legacy end up being something that people will frame. True basketball people will never frame it this way because we understand how crazy talented, how special he is. But the everyday person will build a narrative of, well, see, KD can't win without Steph. Mm-hmm. It won't say, well, they can't win without each other because Steph has won two without KD. That is true. Steph has just proven that he can win a championship. So coming off a championship in which people built this narrative, oh, this is one of the main reasons why KD wants to get out. Didn't work out with Kyrie. And you, you heard this kind of linger out there, right, Freddie? Well, also, it's really, he's kind of frustrated because Golden State just won two and he doesn't like that. See, I thought that a little bit as well, but then I said, you know what? That, that's, like, that's, that, that's an easy lazy narrative. 
I mean, it happens that way. Is KD happy about it? I'm sure he's not. He's right. probably happy for his brothers, right? But the dude's comparative. He wants to win. But is he leaving Brooklyn because Golden State? No, he's not. He's not leaving Brooklyn because Golden State just won a championship. Mm-hmm. But how does it look if he leaves Brooklyn to go to Golden State after they just won a championship? It's a bad look. I can't. It's a, it's a horrible look. And I wouldn't want that for him. Now, look, they're they're able to make whatever decision they want to make, mm-hmm. right? They've been making decisions that way the whole time. I just, what would happen after that, it, we wouldn't be talking about how great Kevin Durant is as a basketball player as much. People would feel the void of talking about, well, see, he couldn't do it on his own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he fouled Kyrie, so now he's going to go back to following somebody that he knows, mm-hmm. comes with no drama, and probably needs to be, you know, Look, there's something to be said about going partnering with Steph Curry yeah. to be collaborative. But people won't look at it as it being collaborative. They'll look at it as, well, you're going back to Steph because that's the way you need to win. I'll, I've heard this term, and I heard it a little bit more this weekend, when it comes to basketball happiness, that that is something you should never, ever try to find. And the reason that people look for basketball happiness is because of what Golden State's been able to do. They look like a happy basketball team, even when they weren't winning. Even two years ago, 15-win team, people were throwing dirt on Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Draymond Green in terms of winning championships. Same was never, ever going to happen again. But they always found a way to make sure that, hey, no matter what, we had, we ride, to use the line for the movie, we ride together, we, ride we die together. together. Yes. Bad boys for life. We ride together, we rise together. Golden State Warriors for life. They look like a basketball-happy team. And people attached that to Kevin Durant. And when he had that opportunity, he wasn't happy enough for whatever reason. I think the basketball happiest he's ever been was when Oklahoma City was able to rise up and make himself a player, Jay, in the NBA. Because it was him, Russell Westbrook, James Harden, Serge Ibaka. They were young dudes on the come up. It wasn't about egos. It was about this. It was about that. I thought in terms of basketball happiness, that's when he was the happiest. The minute that that pressure got ratcheted up when they did not win the NBA Finals, and people say hey, it's only a matter of time, and then they lost a 3-1 lead to Golden State. Then he goes to Golden State and they win, and everybody expected that. Then he goes to Brooklyn, people say, well, what are you going to do? To me, the basketball happiness that he's searching for is never going to be 100%, mainly because A, it doesn't happen, and B, because he's Kevin Durant. If he did find a way to go down to Miami, mm-hmm. that's a culture that, I mean, Absolutely. Miami, Golden it's State true. have – Two of the best cultures in the game of basketball. That Miami, Pat Riley, Eric Spostra, Jimmy Butler, like that, that's an environment that fits who he is. Absolutely. That no question. Rugged in your face, mm. lock up, defend. Take no prisoners. And, and it feels like at times they go through these offensive droughts where Kevin Durant would fix a lot oh, of that. Absolutely. Right? No doubt. But the question is, I mean, with the, the issue is, excuse me, is that it can't trade Bam out of Bayou. Right, so he's off the table, and what assets could they get in return if KD wants to go play with Jimmy Butler? You can't swap that out. You, maybe you could, but but why would you, you want why, to? Though? If you're KD, why would you want to go do that? So like, I, I, and it, a lot of times for players at this stage of their career, inserting themselves into the right culture is way more feasible than them saying, "I want to actually create the right culture." Mm-hmm. Typically, True. you create the right culture by growing up in the franchise or going to another one when you're younger where you're willing to put in that time and effort, and then it pans out that way. Like, you know, Kawhi was still trying to – I mean, he grew up 
and a great culture with San Antonio, mm-hmm. you know, then went to Toronto, then left, and now he's trying to rebuild that with the Clippers. It's an arduous process. He's been hurt. It hasn't been easy. Look what they're trying to do down in New Orleans with Zion. He's been hurt. They bring in C.J. McCollum. You got Brandon Ingram. You're trying to build the culture. You like the way that's going. Toronto has a great culture. But, I mean, Fred Van Vliet, they paid him a lot of money. He is a part of their DNA. Pascal Siakam. But still, they're not at the top of the upper echelon. Phoenix has a great culture. Mm -hmm. What are they going to do with DeAndre Ayton? That could be another piece. He can slide in because the culture... Their culture is set with their head coach. Absolutely. The ownership is a different conversation. Robert Sarver. But, like, it's still their basketball culture is pretty set there. Yeah. Culture can be set. You don't want somebody messing up the cement. You're going to bring it with Kevin Durant. I'm not saying he would do that. That, That's the last that we would want to put out there, that he would mess that up. Yeah. But if you're going to accommodate him, there's a certain cost you got to pay. If you're going to do that, he's worth it. But how much is that worth? How much is that worth to Kevin Durant that if you're going to do this again, that a situation creeps up you didn't want to be a part of, you want out of that? How much is it worth to Kevin Durant to do that once again? You know, it's funny, Freddie. We in the media, we love players that speak up and say what's on their mind and they're able to dictate what they want to do. But you, you kind of you see that from the ownership perspective. You're like, man, I'd much rather have somebody that doesn't give me any drama. There are no highs in the lows. It's consistent. I don't want to be on a roller coaster ride wondering if you're going to show up or if you're not going to show up. If there's something that happened, like, you know, Highland Park that just happened. Prayers yeah. to everything happened in Highland Park. But, like, Amen. you know, it, do you want to do you want to make that a statement in what you're talking about sure. as it relates to coming up, showing up? For, there's a lot going on. With so much going on, the last thing you need, no matter what, is extra. Especially extra that you did not create. That's why, firmly, Joe Sy had enough. He said, you know what? I signed up for you guys, you and Kyrie Irving. Three years, it hasn't worked out. I've done everything you wanted me to do for you guys. You wanted James Harden? I brought you in. I brought that. You wanted DeAndre Jordan to start over Jared Allen? I Paid him that. $40 million, Gave him by the way. $40 million, million right. for a guy at that stage of his career. Exactly. It showed you who was in power from the beginning. No doubt about that. You didn't want Kenny Atkinson anymore? I brought in Steve Nash. You know who Joe Sy No head was? coaching experience. None at all. Joe Sy, you ever see the movie Jumping the Broom? Mm-hmm. When the one player talking to his mother, he said, Mom, you wanted love? I give you that. You wanted respect? I give you that too. But you, you got to change. You got to change, Mom. Joe Sy said, I've done changing. I'm done doing this. You have to change. And if that means you want out of here, then so be it. I'm going to wipe my hands of you. But that doesn't mean I'm going to do it on your time. Mm. I'm not going to do it when you want me to, when it comes to Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. Now we'll see how they handle that. That's what I said. I said before, I said, hey, props to Sean Marks and Joe Sy because they signed up for it, kind of knowing to a degree what Mm -hmm. that was going to entail and having to manage very, very strong personalities that are willing to tell you what they want. And if they don't get it, that's going to be a little bit of an issue, right? So I'd much rather have culture over players all day, like create the right foundation that is suitable, knowing what you're going to get from individuals. Yeah, that's a really great point, Jay. Williams. I still think you can do that with KD, though. I'm, you can, but does KD want to do it? That's that. Agreed. That's the question. Because we've seen his partner in crime, Kyrie Irving, doesn't want to. Can KD do that? And because we know he can make that work, no matter where he goes, no matter what culture he d- decides to join it with, I know he can make that work. The question is, does he want to? So my my partner in crime on college basketball, Seth Greenberg, is with us now. Seth, and I'm curious. You, you've coached strong personalities on the collegiate level. 
How would you approach this if you were Josiah or, or J- Sean Marks as it relates to KD? Because like I, I told Freddie, the package that Rudy Gobert got, five first-round picks, four players, was tremendous. I need something way better than that for Kevin Durant. And if I don't get that, I'm not sure I'm just moving him. Jay, well, what you said this morning, I was driving Jackie G to the airport at 4.30 in the morning and I, or whatever time it was, and I heard what you said. Here's the deal. It's almost like scheduling. Everyone gives, gives people a hard time in college on scheduling, and everyone does what's in their best interest in scheduling. All right, you don't you don't you don't have to schedule someone for someone else's best interest. <laughs> you schedule for your own best interest. Sure. The same thing, Josiah. Right now, like, you know, KD wants out. First of all, that's great, KD. We have a contract, and you know, when you you paid forty million dollars when you weren't playing and we stood by it, that was no problem. When you wanted Steve Nash to be your coach, all right, we bought into it. Well, you know what? You've got to buy into us a little bit. So, like, you can give me all the teams you want. But we're going to do in the end what's in our best interest because we have a business to run. And our business was predicated on having you here for the next four years. Our business was predicated on, obviously, when we re-signed Kyrie, just trying to run this thing back. So, look, I agree with you what you said before. And I do think that time heals. Uh, you know, I heard a little bit what Adam Schefter said. But, uh, you know, to me – I don't care what KB's list is. Hmm. I'll tell you the one thing the Nets need, and, and, and people haven't talked about it, and he's got like a free pass, and I loved him as a player. You think if they had better leadership, maybe a different coach? They wanted Nash, but, I mean, if they had better leadership, they'd have better culture, they'd have some more experience, they'd have maybe a head coach that not only is a player's coach, but a, a guy that has dealt with the drama that you're going to have to deal with in coaching, not playing with, but coaching two great players. No one ever talks about you know, maybe if they changed their head coach and brought in someone with a stronger personality that that had experience, maybe this could change. Seth, Does that I make mean, any sense? Yeah, it makes all sense in the world. I mean, how about when the first couple of days that Steve Nash was hired, Kyrie then comes out and says, mm-hmm. I don't really see the Nets having a head coach at all. Right, so like I, exactly. that goes. That's that go- what I'm saying. Exactly. There's no, and Seth, you and I know about this because we talked about it all the time. We still do. There's something to be said about accountability. There's something where somebody 100%. is willing to say, "I don't give a damn what you say to me. This is what I expect from you." And if you're not willing to do that, if we don't have alignment, then I don't, I'm not sure I can have you be one of the leaders of my team because you need to be a reflection yeah. of me. So I, hundred percent. Hey, core beliefs, non-negotiables, and yep. are the keys to developing a culture. And then a buy-in. And, you know, your best players, you can't coach your best players, you can't coach your team. I mean, that's just the way it is. If you can't be demanding on your best players and hold them accountable, and if you think about it, it starts with Kyrie and his lack of, you know, availability. This is not anything new with Kyrie. And unfortunately for KD, he's not strong enough as a personality to stand on his own two feet. And say, wait a second, I wanted to have my own team and build around it. You know, people want to play with me. Like, here's the thing that I don't understand about KD. Like, dude, you're the baddest dude in the world. People want to play with you. I'm not sure everyone wants to play with Kyrie, but people want to play with you. So, you know what? Ben Simmons, I'm going to get you on my team. All right? Myself, we're going to get some other guys that want to play with me because maybe we're going to move Kyrie. That's fine. Why doesn't he have that mindset? He's too busy tweeting at people and, and responding to people. Like, dude, like, you don't have to do that. You're Kevin Durant. 
and and like that's the thing that but but is that the thing in J uh, Will you you were that great player I mean you two time college player is, is that just something you either have it or you don't you don't see yourself that way like you saw yourself that way yeah and he just does he just not see himself that way I, I, I think know. he I, yeah I'm not sure um, you know like and also off your stuff about tweeting like I, I'm never gonna be even like when we had our little thing like. Somebody's like, oh, you got to go back at him. I'm like, I'm not going back. Dude, I know who I am. I'm cool. I'm straight. Right. Like, I'm not, I'm not turning this into come on my show. Like, let's debate. Let's go back. Like, I, I, I'm not doing this for entertainment. Like, I'm just telling you how I, right. uh, like, where my mind goes, right? But, like, that's a grown-ass right. man handling it that way. Right? Like, and it, you want him to do that, too. Speaking of that, though, Seth, I, I do want to ask you. You said having the strong personality to combat Kyrie, right, to force Kyrie to say, meet me in the middle. If you are the Brooklyn Nets team, let's say you do find that trade partner in the Lakers, can LeBron be that for Kyrie now at this stage of his career? I know he was to that degree before when Kyrie was younger, but that kind of ultimately hit ahead. Like, do you see that working out now because of the way Kyrie can lead? I mean, the way LeBron can lead? I think it it can uh, because Kyrie's running out of options. I think between LeBron and, like, if he goes to the Lakers and he becomes a distraction again, right now it's Boston. You know, now it's Brooklyn. Now it's the Lakers. He's running action. The other thing is, the dude's played for a max contract. Yes, he is. So, like, I like to me, that's why I thought it was going to work with the Nets. I, got the, I thought next year, best year ever. Because mm. here's the deal. I mean, he's been told. We'll pay you your contract, but we're not giving you a max contract. And 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 I I don't care unless he gets KD to go with him. No one's giving him a max contract. They might give him two years. They're not giving. They're not giving him the four and five years. I deal. wouldn't give him four they're years. Not. So, I wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and you no. and, like, and let's face it, and you actually have been his greatest supporter. Uh, yeah, well, because this is business too now, Seth. <laughs> this is business. Like in, and recognizing what, what's going on business-wise, I'm like, hey, look, here's what I'm willing to do. If that doesn't work for you, then great. Then let's figure it out. Because, by the way, I'd much rather be shut of all the headache. It, it's not, Seth, it's not just yeah. like the pandemic. I See, people come, it, it's the lack of communication. Seth, you and I have a good relationship. If so, like, When someone was going down, when I call you, you know, Seth, look, I'm thinking about doing this. I'm not sure. You know, my family's in this bind. This is how I feel about it. At least I give you a heads up, Seth, because we have that relationship. But if I just do something out of the blue and it affects you and what your goals are, you're looking at me like, yo, dude, like you can't even call me or communicate with me. I think it's the lack of communication with Sean Marks and Josiah where they feel disrespected because it's happened over time. And again, that's the problem. You know why that, but you know why he does that, though, Jay Will, because he he does it because then he has control of the relationship. There you go. There you go. He's but had it from the beginning. Now, 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 let's face it. I mean, like the dude just disappeared at times. Then, but now all of a sudden, and I, I think this is a stance. And I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, I heard you talking earlier about the money that guys are getting paid. Bad guy, bad players make forty million dollars. Yo, yes. man, yes. you ain't lying. Yes, I mean, I, I, I mean, like, I mean, I'm not saying bad players because you were playing in the NBA. You're a very good, you're a good player. But guys that like mm-hmm. that that can't help you win uh, are getting 
huge contracts that can't help you win. I mean, that are proven that they can't play and are not what I call playoff players. Like, there are 82-game players, but then there are guys that, you know, can help you win in the playoffs. Uh, so, I mean, it's like monopoly money now, man. It's, it's, it's absolutely incredible. So, I mean, I, I, I was impressed that the Nets finally said enough's enough. Uh, you know, we've got to develop a culture. Right. How can you develop a culture without having everyone have both feet in? No. You can't. No, no doubt. Because you're only as good as your locker room. You and I always talk about that all the time. And you're only as good as having pe- people in your organization that when the meeting, after the meeting, everyone's on the same page. Because they the meeting's great. But it's the meeting after meeting. When dudes go back into the locker room, hmm. when guys go to dinner, that's where you find out what your culture is. When you're not there, when the head coach is not there, when the GM's not there, when the personal director's not there, when, you know, when, when guys get together and are just cutting it up, that's when you find out. Because if someone gets off, off you know, says something that's out of line, if you have a good culture, there's someone in that conversation in that circle that what? Pulls that person back and says, oh, wait a second here now. We're trying to win. We can't have that. And that, I don't think the Nets have ever had that. Great, great conversation. Our man Seth Greenberg, ESPN Basketball Analyst. Great follow on Twitter at Seth on Hoops. It's only going to get more and more murkier involving Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and their futures and the Brooklyn Nets as well. He joined us here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Give the great work, Seth. Safe travels as well, my friend, and you take care. All right, Notorious. Hey, this is a, that's a big-time combination. Freddie Coleman and my man, J. Will, that's a dangerous combination. Yes, right it there. is. I, I'm just here to be happy that the wheel came around, not get in the way and mech it up. Get out of here, man. <laughs> that's all I care about. That's all I care about. All right, SG. <laughs> Thanks, Seth. Later, guys. Love you too, my friend. By the way, hit him on Twitter, Seth on who's probably he also He's hit us on Twitter man. as well. I tell you what, that conversation, not just talking about in terms of the financial aspect, but it's one thing to talk about we have a culture. But if people have to question what that culture is, then you don't have one. You don't question that with the Miami Heat. You know what that is. You know what it looked like the San Antonio Spurs. You mentioned the Patriots. You knew what that looked like mm-hmm. with without Tom Brady. No one has ever talked about culture with the Brooklyn Nets. It's always been about trying to find something, but not establishing something. Well, they were moving in the right direction with the culture. I mean, right. you talk about the young assets. I mean, Jared Allen, Spencer Dimwitty, Karis LeVert, they some uh, guys. Kenny Atkinson, who is a great skills and developmental coach. So they were moving in the right direction. When they decided to take that leap, it, it was a significant leap. But one of the things when you bring in a lot of big dogs, you you relinquish control of that culture. Absolutely. No question. Because now all your foundational pieces that you were going to build around, you're using them as tradable assets. And the, the, the Steve Nash move was, I mean, I love Steve Nash. He's, he's, I've known him forever. Uh, we were both represented by Bill Duffy. I think he is a very smart individual. I mean, but to ask Steve Nash as a first-year head coach, to all of a sudden now the pressure is on you to win a world championship, I mean, that's daunting. That's daunting. While you're not knowing what you're getting from one player, when a player, your star player says, I and I quote, on October 1st, 2020, I quote, I don't really see the Nets having a head coach, end quote. So think about that. You're just getting the gig. Your first year head coaching. You've done this because your two star guys, Kevin Durant and you, have a great relationship. Kyrie buys in, and your other superstar says that. Mm-hmm. So with that being one of the quotes out there, how do you go into your locker room? How do you address that? Well, you know how I would have addressed it? I would have pulled Kyrie Irving aside. So you can feel the way you want, but I'm the damn head coach of this team. And if you're not going to get on the B-along, then we're going to have a problem. And you need the manager of the Nets behind you. If he had done that and the Nets manager said, we're with our coach, 
I guarantee you Kyrie Irving would have stood down or never said, we can't go further with this guy. Something would have had to happen early. Instead, nobody said a word. They wanted to placate Kyrie. They wanted to placate Kevin Durant. And three years later, here they are about to not have both of these guys going into next Well, season. I know they've had conversations about it. It's just matter, it's a matter of whether the conversation was heard. There were that's conversations exactly, now. Yeah, that's true. I mean, trust me. Yeah. I know who Sean Marks is. Yeah. There were conversations had. Right. It's whether the conversations were heard or not. Yeah. People and then can, what does that say? Exactly. Well, people can talk, but do you listen? <laughs> We've got one particular guy. You only listen. And then what are says. the consequences if I keep listening, but I'm not engaged? I'm not saying. We're just saying. He's Jay Will and Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us. Keyshawn, Jay Will and Max presented by Progressive Insurance. In 20 minutes, your calls on which superstar benefit most from teaming with Kevin Durant. Triple H, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. But this young quarterback is going to prove a lot of you wrong because you wanted to be right about him. That's part of Two A Days next on ESPN Radio. ESPN Radio's NFL Two A Days. An in-depth preview of every team in the National Football League. Two teams every day as we storm towards training camp. NFL Two A Days continues right here on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is ESPN Radio's NFL Two-A-Days. The Jacksonville Jaguars select Trayvon Walker, linebacker, Georgia. Since they hired Doug Peterson, it's like a complete 180-degree turn. Everybody's happy. No one's miserable. There's no dysfunction. They feel like they're getting a fresh start. The thing with Trevor, almost like hitting the reset button just a little bit, really developing his talent and allowing him to kind of showcase that on the field. NFL Two-A-Days, two teams every day as we storm towards training camp. And believe me when I tell you, the Jasper Jaguars cannot get past 2021 quick enough. But Doug Peterson, now the head coach, won a Super Bowl with Nick Foles, his quarterback in Philadelphia, and many people believe that is going to be a benefit to Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Jay Wins, Freddie mm-hmm. Coleman, or Keyshawn, Jay Will and Max doing two days on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80, as well as TuneIn, presented by Progressive Insurance. Let's bring in the man who was the strength and conditioning coach for Jasper Jaguars, also played at The Ohio State University. The Ohio State! That's right. He is Anthony Schlegel. Can't wait to get his Thoughts on what's going on with Jacksonville from last year to this year and Ohio State in a brand-new Big Ten. And, Anthony, you know Urban Meyer pretty well. you with this team. What went wrong so much last year and Urban Meyer's only year in Jacksonville? <laughs> Man, that's a loaded question, guys. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, would, I would say this. Uh, it's different. 
the league's different than college. Personnel is different. People, like, listen, we all know there's guys that work for Nick Saban. There's guys that work for Urban Meyer. Some guys really like it. Some guys don't. It's a profession. It's also knowing who you hire and who you bring in that, that meshes well. And then it's also loyal to you. Let's not kid ourselves in a game of college football and the NFL. It's who you know. That's how you get jobs. Guess what? That's how I got the job at Jacksonville Jaguars. So we know what that is. But when you go into a situation like that, coming from a college to the NFL, and then not necessarily knowing all the guys that, you, that are on your staff or that you hire, having previous experience with them and how they're going to react to how you coach, that's difficult. And so that's kind of how the recipe started along with all the other things and trials that went on, most by people's own doing. But I'll, I'll say this. I wanna, this is something that nobody really talks about, and that is we have great dudes in Jacksonville because they handled it very well. And I, I played in the league. I played at Ohio State. The dudes just went out and handled the business like pros. Mm-hmm. And that's the one thing that I don't think people give enough appreciation to professional athletes. I mean, we're sitting there with the Jacksonville Jaguars. We suck, right? We're two and whatever we were. We go out, we beat the Indianapolis Colts. We're healthy. Guys are still taking care of their bodies. But there was a lot of reasons that we weren't good. We were on the cusp of, of having some success. And I actually feel, based off of last year and the guys that they have coming back, that core nucleus, that they're going to have a chance because they got a great quarterback and they got some straight-up dudes. So I'm excited to watch it as an outsider now. But I can just tell you guys, from that situation, the men handle themselves like pros and I appreciated them, and it was great to be a part of it with them. Anthony, let's talk about that that star quarterback. You said something that really perked my ears as a former athlete because I think it's actually something that's not spoken about as much as it needs to be spoken about. How you are coached, it matters, Yeah. right? So I'm curious, how do you think Trevor Lawrence needs to be coached in order for him to reach his maximum potential? That's a great question. And you know what? It really is. So last year's last year, like um, Shoddy, I, I thought Shoddy coached the, the hell out of him. Yep. You know, I think part of it was really what is the identity of the offense? How can you really coach a kid up when you don't necessarily know the identity? And that necessarily wasn't the devil's fault either. You know, it's kind of like what do we do with this guy from college to the league? But I think that with Trevor, he he wants you to be firm, right? Like it was mm. tough. Like you had Gardner Minshew, an alpha. Gardner's an alpha now, and this is a lot of things people don't realize, too, is the situations that guys come in. Gardner is an absolute alpha dog, but you also got another guy who needs to be the alpha coming into a room. It's probably why they traded him. Hmm. You know, I mean, if you yeah. just think about it, just like real talk, right? He's the, But now Trevor, throughout that season, became the alpha. I remember one time he got absolutely smoked, like came out, went back in. That was kind of a turning point from a toughness side that the guys saw, not for me, not necessarily even for Trevor, but the guys saw it. And he really kind of turned that corner. How he needs to be coached, I just know the dude's in the building all the time, and I think that somebody that can, can under teach him the why, mm, he's more yeah. apt mm-hmm. to digest it. Right? And, again, this is also – guys, when we all played, what was it? Hey, man, you got the A gap. If this guy comes to this gap, mm-hmm. you smash his face. Yes, coach. Right? There's no why. There wasn't a why. We just did. Right. I think now it's more of the why in the scheme to give me a better understanding 
as to what we are doing because the quarterback is now taking on so many more things at the line of scrimmage. That's, how, that's what he wants, and that's how you have to teach him along with being accountable and having a high standard. Mm-hmm. But he embraces that and wants it. And he embraced that a lot last year because he had to deal with that when everything was falling apart. That had nothing to do with Trevor Lawrence. Great stuff by Anthony Slagle, former strength and conditioning coach for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hit him on Twitter at Slagavelli, joining Freddie Coleman and Jay Will <laughs> on Keyshawn J. Will Max. That's a great Twitter handle name, by Such the way. That's number hand. one, hey, Slagle. Hey, how, how did hey, you come up with that, by the way? Slagavelli. Hey, man, Players Club soundtrack, Blackavelli. I, I mean, that's a long time ago. Long time. <laughs> hey, anytime you call Tupac, that's good for the show and good for the soul. Damn, it's good for the country from that standpoint. Speaking of being good for the show when it comes to the Big Ten, what are your thoughts, your school, Ohio State, in the Big Ten, and USC and UCLA about to join this conference in the next coming years? Well, you guys know it has nothing to do with our affinity toward our alma monitors. It's all about eyeballs in the market. And, it, you know, that's what it does, but it also opens up even the Michael Thomas came to Ohio State and Michael Thomas was from California. It opens that up. Now, Ohio State has always had a breadth and a reach nationally. Yeah. It will open up some of the Western part of the Big Ten to go recruit. I think it's college football, we all know, is going to expand to where you have a couple of power conferences, and then they're just going to tell the NCAA to go away because they have no value whatsoever. They had zero. We saw that through the pandemic when they took them two years to figure it out. They still haven't figured it out. So that being said, I think bringing those two in, now you're at 16. Notre Dame, what do you want to do? You know, Mm. get off the pot. It's time to go. Yes, we want that, but you would add, you would, you would add more value to us. Let me, let me rephrase that. We will also help add value to you more than you going to a SEC where you're the one that's really bringing all the value. You know, our eyeballs have been always the best in the middle. But I think it's better alignment for them with who they play and from a recruiting standpoint as well. So I can see it going to 20 very, very quickly. I don't know who they are, but I can see it happening. So, Anthony, both my mom and my dad graduated from the Ohio State. I grew up a Buckeyes fan. I mean, to to go go to your point even more, (laughs) C.J. Stroud is from California, right? So it talks about the reach and the bandwidth of how Ohio State – uh, recruits, But let me ask you about these two conferences. When you look at the SEC and the Big Ten, are we talking about these two conferences just being superpower conferences? Is this the direction that we're actually going towards? What do you um, – you know, I – first off, awesome. Go Bucks. Uh, Go Bucks. Second, you know, you already know what time it is. You already know what time it is. I need you to I, take me to the shoe to go to I the know. game. I know, man. I love it. I tell you what, I think there's – I think you're going to eventually see three – Okay. Or unless they go two, and it's twenty four and twenty four, mm. right? Of those two, so forty eight. That that's the only thing I can think about because you also have some really good teams and really good brands, and that's how I'm looking at it too. I'm looking at it from dollars, like people, you know, the Charlotte area. Like, who are you going to pick up these major markets, and who's going to be that team, and who's going to be left out, right. and where do they go from there? So I could see it being forty eight or three, and then they're coming together. But for all intents and purposes right now, at least two. And so that's the Big Ten and the SEC. But you know what? They put themselves there because the ACC has always been a one-horse pony in Clemson the entire time. Mm-hmm. The yeah. Big Ten is now at least having to get some people on the wagon like, hey, I got to up my facilities. I got to go recruit national. Because guess what, people? It's hard to do that. Like, that's what the thing everybody, everybody, oh, go get the five-star kids. No, it is hard to go on the road as coaches 
find this is why Mark Pandoni does such a great job at Ohio State. He finds these guys. He watches all the film and sees like, hey, what about this guy? This is a four-star guy. I think he could be a dude. Let's go get him or a three-star guy. But that's what you have to do to be that. Then you have to develop them. And if you can't get the five stars, you got to be elite at the development. And that's kind of what you're starting to see a little bit from a Michigan State. Like, that's the only way they can have any type of presence is if they go get some handpicked dudes, they stay healthy, and then they develop the rest. Yeah. Everybody has a different value prop. Everybody has something they can bring to the table, but it's about the coaching staff and the support staff to be able to execute it. But I just, I'm excited to have a little bit of the juice for the Big Ten because playing a USC and a UCLA – I think it's going to be fantastic. Yeah, I can't even imagine what those crowds are going to look like with both of those schools. Oh, my gosh. Plus, you get warm weather. And warm weather. (laughs) Rose Bowl be damned. They don't need that. They got USC and UCLA in the Big Ten. Anthony, my brother, great stuff, my friend. Keep it the great work. We'll talk to you soon. All right, Ant. All right, guys. Have a great day. Appreciate y'all. It sounds good, by the way. Slagovelli on Twitter. His great Twitter handle, Anthony Slagov, former strength and conditioning coach for Jacksonville Jaguars and a man who played for Ohio State with Jay Will and Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us. And Keyshawn, Jay Will and Max. And which superstar benefit the most from teaming with Kevin Durant? Your phone calls are next to 888-729-3776 on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. I'm at Seth Greenberg, ESPN Basketball Analyst. That's a big-time combination. Freddie Coleman and my man Jay Will. That's a dangerous combination. Yes, right it now. is. All right, SG. <laughs> Thanks, Seth. All right, love you guys. Love you too, my friend. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max, the podcast. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Got to be open and honest with everybody here. This ought to be good. Yesterday was a, it was it was a roller coaster of emotions between my son showing the world the package. He really did uh, for the first time running around the pool. It's okay, guys. He's one. Like, he's just allowed to run around naked. It makes everybody uncomfortable in a control room. James gets anxiety about, where's the kid going to go to the bathroom? He'll figure it out. It's nature. Yeah, Take a leaf and wipe. Pat is breathing through a brown paper bag, but go on. Pat's like, I don't want to have any kids after this story. Oh, yeah. He's, he's already going to anyway, the doctor. Anyway, Freddie, I had, a, I had my, my boy. That's <laughs> what I want to know. I just... <laughs> He didn't, he didn't have a number two. He didn't have a number two, and then That's he did. What I'm worried about. Nobody knows where it is now, That's and nobody should. Nobody's looking for it until knowing my luck. I'll step in it later while I'm doing yard work. <laughs> but I'll blame my dog. Exactly. I'll blame my dog. Anyway, <laughs> so 
my boy came over, right? So I got, you know, two of my uncles were over at the house, and they always talking trash about, you make sure you got good space, partner. You know, mm-hmm. we, we, we bringing that today. Yeah. We bring it because, you know, they like undefeated. It ain't really undefeated. They just talk like they are. Exactly. You know, two old guys with the Bluetooth on. Yeah. While anybody, there's music going on, handling the conversation at the same time. And anybody they played is probably no longer around to justify if they are undefeated or not. Yeah, so my boy comes over. We're playing. And we get all the way to the last book, and we went. I'm like, man, this is my boy. All right, all right. He said, because I never played with him before. Yeah. Man, this dude reneged on the last hand. Now, I'm not, Pat, do you know what reneged means? Costello, he's not listening yeah. anymore. James, do you know what no, reneged no means? Yeah. No, no, Pat nobody. doesn't know either. He's giving the thumbs down. Yates, can you explain what reneging means? Uh, we both can. So, like, if if I say I have four books, mm-hmm. yes, and then you only a get club three. comes out, mm-hmm. And I have clubs. And yep. you've been cutting clubs. Cutting clubs. The whole game. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I don't throw the club. And then last hand comes around, second last hand comes around, it's a random club. And throw, you throw away books. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You cannot renege. If you have the suit, you have to you throw have to the play suit. It when the so suit my homie was cutting hearts from the opening hand, Yates. Wow. The opening hand. Have been cutting hearts. We won like four books off him cutting hearts. Right. I'm like, oh, man. Last throwaway hand, this dude threw a three of hearts. I said... And I tried not. I tried not to react. I was like, "Oh yeah, Lord, exactly. don't let yeah. anybody see." Because I'll cheat now. Yeah. I'll tell you the truth. I ain't gonna call it my but own people, teammate. People, people will spot that though. Man, you Good guys might as well be that. talking like the parents and Charlie Brown right now. I have. I am <laughs> so lost. Thing. I have How no idea. How have you never what you're played spades? No one ever asked me to. It, 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 it's definitely. It, well, no, they. <laughs> they play, no, James, no, what does that mean, yeah. James? I don't know. You're pointing what, to what yourself. I mean, look at me. Probably. Just my friends that look like you know how to play spades. Have you played? Have you played hearts? No. Then we have yeah. we have ESPN Spade games. Uh huh. See, I'm not Habitually. inviting that. That's Ten why. seconds, by the way. Yeah, but that's yeah, why. I'm ten seconds, by the way. <laughs> this discussion will continue <laughs> in about forty-five Get you minutes. You guys like a Uno set. It's the only games you Cutting guys play. Uno. I can do that. G. Sean, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Uh, why Freddie go right to that old man, that old school dance? He put the, he said, ah! Yeah, exactly. His hands went out to the Both side like he was about to hit a two-step. Be, because that, that's the equivalent. If you were sitting down, you got to do that because if you're standing up, that's a two-step. Exactly. exactly. He'd be right be, in the middle. Because the old school do guys know how to have rhythm. You new school cats, rhythm you is just bobbing your head. That's I, not really rhythm. I, that's hey, just hey, a movement. Hey, Freddie, I just saw a group. I, like, everywhere I went this past weekend, yeah. people dancing, rocking their mm-hmm. hips to – it's. 49,000 degrees outside, Doesn't and they sweating, rocking their hips. You That's know what? Okay. Everybody's been rocking around my way. I mean, it, it's honestly, never mind. 
It's everywhere, yo. I mean, hey, yeah, Drake is everywhere Drake, right everywhere. now. House There's music no is a thing now. Uh, well, it's it, been it, a thing. It's but been he's, a thing. he's even Trump. Well, Kendrick Lamar, who just came out with something, not even what three weeks ago. The main, honestly, never mind, came out by Drake. It's like Kendrick Lamar said, I got to put out a new joint. <laughs> this guy just came out and just ruined it. Because yeah, yeah. Beyonce is coming, and yeah. you know how that and Her goes. new record is no joke. They her they new joint around. is no joke. It is Keyshawn, J. Will and Max with records on the ones and twos with J. Will and Freddie Coleman on ESPN <laughs> Radio. Where should Kevin Durant go in terms of which superstar would benefit the most by teaming up with him? Triple H, say ESPN. 888-729-3776. Mike in Ohio, which superstar would benefit the most from team with Kevin Durant? Who's that person and why? What's going on, fellas? What up, Mike? What's up, Mike? It's a big Mike. I just want to say, honestly, he shouldn't go nowhere. Him and Kyrie. Facts. He should stay there. You know, the comeback story, if they win a championship with Ben Simmons, oh, man, I, it's a fantasy. But if he does go, he needs to go play with Zion. That is the biggest complimentary piece for Zion. So, Mike, I would just ask you, from what you've seen thus far, Zion got that $231 million extension, has only played 85 games. If you're KD at 33 years old, you have four years left on your deal. Are you betting on Zion being available for that run that you need? Yes. I believe in Zion. I believe... You know, he wants to win. I mean, look at his side. I mean, the way he's just watching him play. I mean, if you give him somebody like KD, who would not play? He's so going to make himself up? available. You're giving up Brandon Ingram, CJ McCollum? Who are you giving up? Now that, we don't need I a mean, lot more than that. Yeah, and some picks. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would definitely. I mean, it's KD. I would, I would give them both, though. I'd give up Ingram, McCollum. They want some picks. I'm going to want some more. Because who's going to stop KD and Zion? Yeah. I, I, think, mean, I, think, I, think, I think I'm at I think Mike would give a Lake Poncha train. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm with you, Mike, on your other point, too, that you said earlier. I, I don't – for me, what I expected, I expected Kevin Durant to be like, all right, mm-hmm. this is not working. Right. Kyrie, do what you got to do. But I came here, this is mine. Like, this is mine. So Ben Simmons, Sean Marks, Josiah, what are we going to do? And how are you guys going to surround me with the right pieces to win a championship? I'm going to give you a year. You can't figure out in a year, then we have some problems. Not for nothing. KD is great enough that even if Kyrie's not there, he can carry a team to a championship. He damn near did it two years ago with a one-leg James Harden, no Kyrie Irving without being injured. And if his shoe size was different, can you think how two franchises would have been changed? When yeah, comes but to Brooklyn I mean, the East has gotten Bucks? better, though. The East has gotten a lot better. Oh, I, I clearly Philly understand that. Obviously being there, yeah. There's no doubt about that. But that's not to say that the Brooklyn Nets would not have gotten better because Kyrie Irving is the kind of guy with the kind of ego that he has that they win without him. That's something he won't be able to stand. Wait a minute. I know I can help this team become a champion. Then and even Brooklyn Nets culture would have been there from that standpoint. I hear you. Just think if his shoe size was different, yeah. how that would have changed. Gilbert and El Paso. What you got, Gil? So, good morning, guys. So, anyways, uh, I'm thinking the best uh, option for him will be going to Philly and uh, – MB will benefit greatly about it. I don't know what the cap space in it and all that good jazz is all about, but I think that's the best fit for him right now. I know everybody's going to black label him forever, no matter where he goes, but Philly is the answer to me anyways. You see, I, I love this thought experiment because I put yeah. KD on like 28 different teams already. <laughs> and, and they it all made, work. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I think about Joel Embiid and KD and what that can look like and 
those two and the little beef that they have, but how they can it might be the most petty team in the history of teams if those two are together. I That's just okay. I just don't like if you're the Nets, they're like, do I want James Harden back? I don't know. Seeing James Harden in the last two years, do I want that? Oh, Tyrese Maxey? Tyrese Maxey ain't enough, and I love Tyrese oh, I Maxey. It. No, it's part of a package. And I, but I don't want Tobias Harris. You're going to have to. You're no. going to make that work. You no. would have to make no. – to make that match up, you probably would have to make Al Yates is going to keep trying to tell you, take Tobias – no. Yeah, that's what you keep doing. Take that, take that. KD and the superstar he should play with, your phone calls, and what about his future in Brooklyn? That's next. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast.